QXYZ, Cape City News. Tonight, Cape City honors the Silver Age superhero Helping Hand at the Hubert J. Quigler Center. The hero will be honored during intermission of an NHL showdown between the Cape City Freezer Burn and the St. Louis Blues. Helping Hand was a leading Cape City hero from the Eisenhower era to the 1990s when he retired after some 40 years of active service. Mayor Goldie Briggs says the honor is long overdue. In a world with live streaming superheroes and shock culture villains, let's not forget Helping Hand is the real deal. When other Cape City heroes stumbled and fell, Helping Hand stayed the course, fought the good fight, and never let us down. Tonight, Cape City gives Helping Hand the thanks he deserves, while we still can. In other news, the Bay City supervillain known as Coop de Gracie has escaped from the psychiatric ward of Cape City's Marks Penitentiary, where she was undergoing evaluation after conviction for the firebombing of several roller skating rinks in the greater Bay City area. Cape City police star squads and shepherd units are on the case. Coop de Gracie can be considered armed and extremely dangerous. Anyone with information is urged to contact authorities. More news is on the way, but first, this message. Welcome to Goonies World. My name is Goonie, also known as Colin. And if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, then happy New Year's Day and happy 2024. And I'm I'm going to change things up. I'm here with Lunicorn, also known as Lynn. Hello, hello, and happy New Year. And I'm here with Meanie, also known as Ryan. Yo, bro, it's going to be the most lit year uh, yeah, 2024, man, you have no idea. And that, if you're just joining us, that's how he always talks. Yep, it <laughs> it's is. not in character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just prepping him, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, we have our gifted game master, uh, Johnny Farrell, also known as Sean. Hey, 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 and I am, I am gifted. I am special. I'll, I'll admit it. You're special. Yeah, yeah I am. Well, let's just call it special. You're That's quite right. special. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's such a great word. It's got such a wide range of interpretations. But we are back after our long winter's nap. And this time we're going to get super and we're going to do some super heroics. And we're going to use a tricube tail system that Richard Wilcock developed. We're using the meta human uprising subset of that system. But we're going to set the game in Cape City which is the superhero setting that we've been using in our own group for 20-some-odd years now. So it's got a long and storied history, and it's been the setting for two of our podcast series, I believe. I think just two. Everyone is John was set in Cape City, and yeah. our Prowlers and Paragons series was set in Cape City. Uh, but well, I ran both of those, right? So yeah. this would be your first. It's my first Cape in. City here yeah. as, as Game Master. And... Can I also add, it was kind of in Cape City, uh, your uh, nuked game that Ryan also ran was sort of like a future kind of 
Cape City, yeah. m- uh, maybe a, a different timeline or something. Yeah, potential but. multiverse future. Of course, the whole idea of a multiverse not being alien to the superhero genre. And so maybe we have a crisis on infinite multiverses here. But we're back in Cape City tonight. You don't need to have listened to any of those podcasts to enjoy this one or even know that much about Cape City. Just know that Cape City is a fictional metropolis in Wisconsin, but it's a huge major city, you know, uh, comparable to Chicago. And since the dawn of the superhero age, it's always been a, a mythic arena for epic battles between heroes and villains. But before we go crazy with a lot of exposition, let's just go ahead and meet three of those Cape City heroes now. And since I said Cape City has such a rich history, let's start with a character who played a very big part in that history. We'll start with Goonie and have him tell us about your hero. And uh, when you guys introduce yourselves, go ahead and introduce your game mechanic stuff too. Like let us know what your perk and quirk and all that for those of us who know the Tricube Tales system or want to know more about it. So, Goonie, take the mic, my friend. Okay, so I'm playing... He's kind of a, I would say maybe a Silver Age uh, hero, superhero, uh, who is now elderly. His name is Helping Hand, uh, and he is still, you know, I'm not going to say exactly how old he is, but he does look old, although he's still does aerobics and stuff to keep fit, and... Um, he was actually part of uh, a team called the Defenders back in the day. I mean, maybe technically he still is, but um, he is, even though he's old now, you can still see he's pretty, he's still kind of handsome. Um, when he was younger, he had like the Reed Richards type of hair where it's gray on the temples, mm-hmm. but now it's all gray. Um, and he is, uh, his trait is crafty, his concept, they didn't have my particular concept, but, uh, I put, uh, celebrity, because he is well-known superhero, and, um, his perk, I chose a molecular paragon, and uh, in, in his case, that would mean his power is uh, he has these, both of his hands can detach and he can sort of control them uh, using his will. And um, his quirk is that he's honorable. Okay. I think that about covers it? Yeah, that about covers it. And uh, I know helping him myself through past off air gaming. I'm looking forward to seeing more of him. Uh, Ryan. Let's talk about uh, somebody who, as yet, has not had that much history in the Cape City universe. Tell us about your character. Um, yeah, so uh, his name is Mike Kidd. He's about six foot tall, kind of blonde hair, young guy, m- you know, early mid twenties. Um, he's got a uh, you know a permanent five o'clock shadow, um, and um, he's. Basically, just an IRL streamer. Uh, he walks around. Um, either he's got this this like 
neck harness with a gimbal that he has his that he carries his phone around on and he's either got it facing him when he's reading chad and, and filming himself or he'll turn it around swivel it around and you know just film where what where he's going or what he who he's interacting with or whatever um and he had has been doing this for a while and he's got you know um several hundreds probably even thousands of of followers and stuff but but he's not like super huge where he's got like thousands of people watching him at any given time it's really it's maybe a couple hundred you know at the most um but um yeah so he's um let's see uh brawny was the trait that i picked and then journalist although i put that in quotes because he's not really a journalist but he is kind of a documentarian in the sense that he's like live streaming this stuff and he's he's only recently started trying to be a superhero and it doesn't really have any real superpowers except for like this this custom phone that he's got that can do like watchdogs type you know uh real-time hacking um of of you know tech other technologies and of course it's got access to like you know criminal databases and stuff so he can like look people up um so and that and that is his uh his whatever they were calling superpowers perk and, yeah your perk, perk in this yeah, game yeah, is your yeah. power yeah and that is his his signature device his his phone um and he is also overconfident um just kind of a full of himself kind of guy uh big ego and um yeah, I guess that uh, that's him. Okay, I hope that big ego does not get beaten down in the course of tonight's events. But we have one more hero to meet tonight before we get started. And Lynn, can you tell us about your superhero? All right, uh, my superhero is Zaya Washington. Um, her trait is that she is crafty. Um, she is a grad student, um, working on her PhD in chemistry. Um, her perk is that she, she has a form of, uh, controlling density. It's matter manipulation, falls under the category of matter manipulation. Mm -hmm. Um, so basically what she can do is change the mass of herself. Um, and any objects that she touches, that she comes in contact with. Um, her superhero name is Masaya. Um, and her quirk is, she's Zaya the Messiah, um, Masaya, not Messiah. Um, her quirk is that she is super socially awkward. Um, she's very shy and she's, uh, she was raised, her parents are a little bit older. They're generation Xers, whereas most of her friends, parents are millennials. She's, she often falls into Gen X kind of lingo, um, and then tries to correct her, correct herself or uses Gen Z slang wrong, um, and that sort of thing. And she is a huge stan of Mike's. She is definitely one of his followers. And let's see. Uh, she um, she is mixed race. 
Japanese and African American. She's got dark hair, but she takes like the a big streak of it in the front and bleaches it out and dyes it like a deep dark purple. Uh, dark eyes, and she's just a little tiny thing. She's a tiny little wisp of a thing, maybe five foot tall and hundred pounds soaking wet. All right. Okay. Very cool. Uh, can I? Yes. Can I ask, uh, Lynn? Do you? Uh, I assume you must watch Mike's stream. Um, do you Absolutely. have? Absolutely. Do, do you participate in chat? Yes. Uh, what? What would? What? what I'm just curious, what would your chat name be? Have you thought of that? I have not thought of that. Um, let's would, say... Uh, would you not use your superhero name? Massiah5577. I was, yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking, is that I might just use uh, Massiah, probably. Yeah. Massiah. Yes. Oh, Okay. Well, you got to watch that chat. you got to know who you're chatting with. So we are going to go ahead and jump right into Cape City, though. It is a Friday night, and we're outside the Hubert J. Quigler Center at a NHL showdown hockey game between Cape City Freezer Burn and St. Louis Blues. And as you may have heard on the news earlier, Helping Hand is going to be honored at a ceremony during the intermission uh, of this game for his years of service and achievement to Cape City. And uh, the Hubert Quigler Center is actually an older arena. It's uh, old Art Deco era. It's a big block, you know, without much windows at uh, Art Deco Sandstone. Seats about 11,000 roughly. They've also got about a 2,000-seat theater in there. The crowds are streaming in. There's scalpers who are outside wandering around selling some tickets. There are buskers performing on the street. You guys can see there's a... CCTV news van with the satellite uplink to the EFX network. When I say you guys, I mean our younger heroes. The Rizzler and the Messiah or Messiah. You're in the crowds approaching the Hubert J. Quigler Center. So we're just assuming that you're here tonight for whatever reason. And we're going to start with you guys. So we've set the scene and you're wandering along. And I imagine that uh, probably... Mike is talking, but not to anyone who's here necessarily. We're going to have you guys uh, let's see what the world of a live, an IRL superhero is like as you approach the Hubert J. Quigler Center for this uh, very special game. So, uh, we're in a crowd of people, right? Yeah, there's, there's people around. I wouldn't say it's a tightly packed crowd, you know, but it's a decent decent milling about here in front of the front of the, the great double doors stairways going up to the double doors a lot of excitement now are we here together or are we just both just happen to be in the same crowd well that's really up to you i don't know if she'd like start following you around in real life or whether she would like to come up and introduce herself right now uh, which might be also cool well uh i think it would be pretty funny because i'm obviously streaming this right now this event and if she's watching on her phone as she's going then she might she might be like oh my god he's here you know and then they try to totally find me so that that seems like as good a place as any uh, absolutely uh, i think that sounds wonderful let's go ahead and do that right now and i'm sure the helping hand doesn't mind waiting a bit he's inside already uh, having little cocktail wieners and uh you know that type of thing talking to people but go ahead 
So Mike has his camera, his gim- his gimbal, his camera or his phone pointed towards himself at the moment. So he's like, you know, and he's got a he's got a chili chode uh, in one hand, and um, he's like, takes a bite of it, and he's like, when he after he swallows it, he's like, bros, this chili chode is bussin', straight bussin'. He takes another bite, and. Uh, chews it up and um he says uh <laughs> and he's just kind of like looking at his phone for a minute like looking like squinting at the screen and and he says uh timmy is gay i really hope your name is timmy and you are gay or that username is like totally not appropriate dude and uh yeah <laughs> so he's just take, takes another bite of his chili chode and continues walking into the um Toward the to Hubert Quigler Center. All right. Well, you you uh, know all this is happening, Zaya, because you're there, and you look across the street, and uh, past a row of cabs and a you know, Cape City police car. You see hustling up the stairs, great big wide block wide stairs that lead up to the rows of double doors that lead into the center. You can see him there. You see, you see him his neck gimbal. There he is in real life. IRL. <gasps> OMG. OMG. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna run over there. Is that my kid? Arena, uh, the selfish duelist. Uh, thanks for the donation. Appreciate that. Uh, didn't mean to don't know why you back there, but man, I was just enjoying this uh, bus and chode, bros. You know how it goes. Uh, that's just just gotta. Oh, and uh, uh, is that is that Blaze four twenty two four seven or Blaze four twenty twenty four seven? Oh, right on. Yeah, sorry to sorry to you're having problems with your girl, man, but uh I'm sure it'll work out. Yeah, yeah, you see him. It's obviously him as uh, as you get closer and closer. If you run across the street and you dart up the steps, you can find yourself within you know, talking distance to him. Do you want to approach him? Okay, yes I do. Whoa. Oh uh, hey. Hi. Um Hi, I'm 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 Stan. I'm a huge Stan. Um, I'm on your I'm on your channel. Um, I go by that. My screen name is Messiah. Messiah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool, bro. What are you What are you doing here? You know, just coming to the was well, a concert, right? It was a hockey game. Hockey game. Oh, a hockey game. Got yeah. It. Got it. Okay. And the and the helping hand ceremony. So who knows why you're really here? You guys are kind of here because you have to be really. Uh, yeah, well, you know, huge fan of hockey. Uh, love the uh, local team whose name I can't remember right the now. Burn, freezer burn. Go get burn. Freezer burn. <laughs> Be huge fan of the freezer burn, bro. Is that why you're here? You're gonna gonna watch some pucking, watch him uh, puck it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, you know, I've heard of that helping hand guy too, and I thought he might be, you know, an interesting guy to to check out. But but definitely, definitely wanna want to you know get in on this hockey action and hopefully see some bang 30s you know yeah base bro um yeah so uh well let's get up in here do you got tickets and everything oh by the way have you had this have you had the the new the new chili chode <laughs> like it's got i like to change the 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 seasoning i think i don't know it's like it's just so banging dude it's like i i can't do you want to buy it i'd love one you check it out. You should. You should try this. It's. It's uh, unbelievable. Like I, I. You know now that um, 
Chubby Chode himself is unfortunately uh, passed on. I think they're like changing the recipes around. That's really good, man. Do you show it's on a, the camera her having the bite? Do you like camera swing oh, around yeah. and do you like oh, yeah. put the cam- the hot dog in her mouth like creepy wise, or do you like hand her the whole dog? No, no, he'll totally he won't he he's, he won't let his he won't not have part of him in the frame. Right, 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 totally. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that would be acceptable. So yeah, yeah, and that's what's streaming out right now to all your viewers. And uh, but just then, you guys get bumped. There's these guys walking by. They've got, like, their faces are all painted up. And it kind of looks like somebody making a grimace, but it's a way the fans paint their face. They're freezing. You know, it's this, it's this face of a guy who's freezing. But there's this kind of ghoulish, you know, the way they've got it, the circles under the eyes and with the great big freezing teeth. Kind of looks like Lon Chaney Sr. and the old silent Phantom of the Opera. And they got these great big bulky black jerseys. Of course, the team's color is black anyway. But... Uh, yeah, they bump you rather rudely, and some some of the chili, the, the secret chili sauce, uh, actually like gets up on your face, um, Zaya, and that's what's on camera now. Uh, they don't stop to like fight or anything. It's totally like you don't you like you weren't even there as they bump you, completely ignore you. It's about a dozen of these guys. Excuse you, Rudo. Yeah, that's. That was totally uncalled for, bro. Whoa, 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 stop. Oh, you got camera? Oh, you filming? Oh, camera? Filming? Huh? Oh, you going to put me up on, uh, come on, man, you don't want to find yourself on a Karen compilation. Let's go, man. No, 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 man, wait, bro, wait. Uh, well, you got some kind of problem? I accidentally bumped into you, okay? I'm sorry. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, bro, just apologize. That's right. All right, okay. I want to say this. I want to shout out. Exactly what I'm looking for. All right, I'm going to say, put the camera on me. 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 Okay, I want to... Bro, chill. Okay, I want to say shout-out to my moms, and uh, and I'm sorry I bumped into you, okay? I'm sorry. Apology accepted. Yeah. Will you come on? You're supposed to be drawing attention to yourself. Let's go, you dummy. I want to smack him in the back of the head. You're going to make us all look bad. And uh, they go off. But that was certainly unfortunate. A woman rushes up to you, though. She's uh, just got a microphone... Uh, it's hooked into her phone. Not like a TV camera with her. It was hello, Trisha Takagawa with Cape City Comment. Do you have time for a quick comment? So uh, you're here tonight, and one of the things that's going to be happening tonight outside of the game, of course, is they're going to be honoring uh, Helping Hand. And I do think, after a little Google search, I know who I'm talking to here. And it looks like I'm talking to a couple of young superheroes. Is that correct? Working on it, <laughs> bro. And you, young lady? Yeah, I have some things I can do. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, you're awkward. That's just adorable. Um, I just wonder, what do young people today think of a hero like Helping Hand? Do you have any words that you'd like to share with the readers of the Cape City Comment about... Do uh, you a comment for the comment about Helping Hand? Bro, Helping Hand is lit, man. No, I mean, no cap. Dude has been, like, hitting it straight up for, like, what, 50 years or something? I mean, that dude is, like, a legend, bro. A legend, bro. Words of wisdom. Nice, nice. Okay, and uh, you, what do they call you again, sir? What's your superhero name? Well, I don't really have a name. Like, I'm just Mike. Um, I just kind of got into the whole superhero thing, like, you know pretty recently um but uh so i'm working on it i I don't really have one i was thinking about thinking about going with the rizzler 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 okay we're just gonna call her 
Is that with two Zs? She says as she's walking away without even really listening to the answer at this point. You have this terrible feeling she's going to call you the Rizzler in the newspaper. Oh. It's not a newspaper. What's that? What's that? But I imagine the Cape City Comet, Cape City Comet surely has a very strong web presence. Up with all the latest. Well, we're going to swing away from you guys and go back into the Hubert J. Quigler Center and go out across the ice and the camera will pan up to this glassed-in, you know, VIP booth. It's on the opposite side of the arena from the tech booth. Uh, but they still have uh, the the EFX affiliate CCTV is here. And they're interviewing you, helping hand. You're sitting back in a chair. They got like hors d'oeuvres. It's like a like, green room type environment. But they got the big glass windows where they're doing the final buffing of the ice. What do you, what do they call those those ice zambonis? Zambonis are out there doing the final bit. Yep, you yep. know, zambonis are going, and uh, people are starting to filter in and find their seats. And uh, anyway, the uh, bland interviewer. I, you know what? In my notes, I didn't even give this interviewer a name. What should we name this interviewer? He's, well, we know he's a bland interviewer. So he's completely beige in every way. He's wearing a beige suit, the kind of ginger beige hair, not very prominent eyebrows. Dan Bland. Dan Bland. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we're just going to... Anyway, helping hand, uh, great, uh, great to be here. We're going to have the camera going in about uh, 10 seconds now, so just relax, be natural. I know you've done this your whole life. I know you've done this your whole life. But uh, And here we are. Hey, we're in Cape City with helping hand, helping hand. You're being honored tonight. The people of Cape City are saying thank you to you. What do you want to say to the people of Cape City and really, really all of America? What do you want to say to them tonight? Well, I just wanted to say... Uh you know, if you, if you, we need the youth today to, to step up and become the new superheroes of this new era that we live in. And, uh, you know, back in my day, you know, having um, uh, hands that could uh, come out of your body, you know, and float around, um, that might not sound like a big deal today, but uh, it was a lot back then. It, and you could, uh, and I made the most out of it. And I, I think today with, you know, you got these kids with all kinds of powers that they need to step up. And and if that's what they, they say, the kids say today, step up and, and you know, become, make something of yourself. And, you know, that's uh, what I'd like to say. Even if you don't have any powers, just, you know, go out and help somebody. That's what I did. Yes, you gave him a helping hand. Words of wisdom to the younger generation. You know, speaking of generations, you fought some of the greats back in the day. Baron Khan, the Dingler, the Frog, and his second comeback. Uh, a lot of people say that Red Hammer was one of your most ferocious enemies. There was a special enmity between you two. Is that the case? Well, I did fight uh, Red Hammer uh but you know, I didn't have any, uh, you know, hate for any of these these super villains that are that I fought against. You know, I, I believed in rehabilitation. It was, wasn't very popular. Um, I, I think you know everybody's uh, got got a good side, but you know, unfortunately, uh, yeah, we did fight many times, and uh, it just uh, we couldn't couldn't quite uh, see see eye to eye. 
No, no, certainly not, certainly not. Well, we'll have uh, more of a discussion with our good friend Helping Hand later on in our broadcast. But for now, uh, we're going to turn you back over to our local affiliates for a bit of weather before the big game. Okay, that was pretty good. Um, you want to tilt your head a little bit to the left. Your neck looks just a tad less wrinkly from from that uh, that angle. So uh, anyway, I'm gonna oh, okay. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. We're gonna take five, and he gets up, and goes to the door, and opens it. But somebody else walks right in. He's a guy. He's got like this great big old school radio recording unit, like in a backpack and a big microphone. He's got longish gray hair. Um, he's got press credentials, but it's. He doesn't look like he's really part of the CCTV. There's a, uh, uh, excuse me, a helping hand, uh, Trent Lavender of the Lavender Alert. Do you have a few minutes? Oh, sure. I'm, a, I'm always uh, happy to do, talk to anyone who wants to talk to me. Great, great. You're being recorded now. Is that all right with you? Recording audio right now. Yeah, that's that's fine. Okay, I'm here on the Lavender Alert with helping hand uh it's my understanding that uh, the interviewer for tv news was just asking you about the red hammer uh is it true the red hammer was after you defeated him is it true that he was uh, traded to the soviets for captured american spies in 1974 well i don't know and uh, i mean that's uh <laughs> You know, I just I just capture the guys. I don't know what goes on after that. You know, the the Americans. Um, I know we did some political maneuvering and stuff, and we did what we had to do. You know, at the time. I see. I see. Do you have a what's your Do you have a security clearance with the United States government? Well, if I did, I I I, I wouldn't admit to it. Uh, okay. I don't think it's <laughs> uh, right. Careful, man. Careful, man. Good. Well, you know, when you think about uh, Red Hammer, you know, being traded back to Russia and being essentially exonerated for his crimes, you know, he could be just like you, alive and well uh, in Russia today. Do you ever wonder how he's doing? Well, sure, yeah. I, uh, sometimes I do think about uh, these enemies I've faced and, and what they've been up to. I, I hope he's, you know, I don't wish anyone ill will. I, I hope he uh, is a, uh, leads a productive Life. Okay. Hey, buddy, you're not supposed to be in here. Up, oh, I gotta go. And uh, Trent Lavender. What? No, I was. Uh, I was looking for the. the no, this ain't the price. And uh, he uh, gets his way out of there. Now he's got a great radio show. You know, it's on. You know, all night, coast to coast, uh, uh, in the middle of the night. But he's. You know, he's uh, yeah. known for his conspiracy theories and uh, warming his way into places that he doesn't belong. But then we hear that big. You know, loud hockey sound. I don't know anything about hockey, so I'm going to be like faking hockey references all night. I wasn't even sure if it was called a game or a match or what. And I'm pretty sure they have an intermission, not a halftime. But hockey people, write in and correct me if I'm wrong. But isn't there like a great big work at the beginning, you know, of a game? By now, you guys are, by now, everybody's in there and you're seated. Now, uh, our young friends, we're going to give you guys a choice. We assume you came here with tickets. So, uh, where, where do you picture yourself sitting, uh, like way up high to so get a nice view of the whole place, or right down at rinkside behind the glass, or are you at kind of at mid-level, or where do you, uh, I'm going to call you Rizzler, just call you something, uh, the Rizzler and Messiah, where do you guys imagine yourself in this uh, arena right now? I mean, he's a young guy. He's just started doing the superhero thing. He, you know, works part-time at a fast food place. I don't think he's affording any... Uh expensive seat so he's i'm expecting him to be 
kind of you know in the top row in a cheap bass seat. Okay, top row, top row, and I imagine that uh, top level, you know. Yeah, like up there where in the nosebleed section, but you also you also got a really panoramic, nice view of everything, and uh, uh, Zaya, I'm assuming, is going to position herself wherever you are, and. This yes. is not actually a completely sold-out event either. Up here, there's a few blocks of seats that, you know, aren't really spoken for, so it's easy to get a little creative with the seating arrangements. And, of course, Helping Hand will be in the VIP booth. And a few other people come in, the mayor comes in, they take some pictures of you guys shaking hands. You have to shake hands with six or seven other people. And then they always do this where they want you to shake their hand from across the room where your hand comes off and goes over and shakes the mayor's hand. You're both grinning real big. You know, I don't know if you're still if you still do that one anymore. But oh yeah, he's okay. he loves to do that stuff. And I, I forgot to mention, you know, like when I was talking about him, he uh, he still got this really great smile. It's just oh, yeah. so charming, and um, you don't know if he's if it's his you know natural teeth or not but he still it still looks perfect like a great smile his teeth are perfect and that's exactly what someone is saying it's a few minutes into the game now when suddenly there's this really deep loud popping sound like not so much an explosion like a bomb but you know like a little pop gun only magnified really really loud to echo throughout the whole place and suddenly from the opposite mid-level from where our young friends are sitting uh, the opposite side of the arena, down on the mid-level, suddenly there's this yellow smoke that's just pouring out from a seat in mid-level where you see that face-painted group of guys, and they're all reaching into their big, bulky, over-large jerseys and taking out gas masks and putting them on. But the yellow smoke is rapidly filling the arena, but coming even sooner than the smoke is this awful smell. These guys have let loose the most terrible fart bomb of all time. Even from across the stadium, your eyes start to water. You almost gag on it. Those of you who are behind glass, like Helping Hand, might have a few more minutes. The people around, there are people vomiting, panicking, going into fits. And these guys are trying to muscle their way down towards the ice. And just then, uh, on the PA system, and if anyone wants the PA system starts, anyone looks over the tech booth, can see there's a struggle happening in there. And over the PA system comes a woman's voice. She says, now listen up, you stupid screwheads. This is Coop DeGracie, and it's my show now. So let me introduce, without further ado, my dumbass boyfriend, Hyperbully. And riding out from the ice, which is loud, aggressive, head-banging, mediocre bullshit music starts playing. And this huge guy comes out of, the, you know, skating out of the locker rooms like they do. And he's all in black without any numbers though or anything. And he's just got like a skull faceplate with this great big huge stick. And he just starts beating the shit out of the Freezer Burn players, the St. Louis Blues players who are all trying to panic. You know, they're in a panic now too. They're trying to skate off the ice. But this fog is filling the place. It stinks. And that's where we that's our situation that we find ourselves in the uh now the the mist and the stink is not enough to cause you guys to have like terrible difficulties or anything but you know for an average person 
it's really unpleasant. All anyone can think of is getting out, but you can imagine what terrible stampede that's you know creating at the exit points. And uh, that's where we find ourselves. So I think we're going to go with age over beauty. And helping hand, you see all this happen outside. The mayor drops his martini. Uh, everybody stands up. And uh, to crazy in there. Oh, oh she escapes. And, and uh, hyperbole, I've never heard of this. What are, you, what are you doing right this second, helping hand? Oh, my God. Oh, well, you never really retire from being a superhero, do you? As I've got to do something. Wait, wait now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you sure you're supposed to do that? Are you sure you ought to do that, says Mayor Goldie Briggs. He rushes up to you. I mean, you're getting a little up there. No disrespect. We got, we got shepherd units. We got star squads. It's my duty. Uh, I've got to do something. You know, well, what would I, I mean, I've got these powers for a reason. i got to use them. You know, I'm still fit. All right. I, I can handle myself. God damn, God damn you. You're a hero. You're an absolute hero, says Mayor Goldie Briggs as a tear runs down his cheek. <coughs> and meanwhile, outside, during that conversation where the mayor is getting so choked up over this, this selfless display, what are you guys doing? You see all that. You're uh, opposite of where the smoke's are billowing out. You're in the top level. And what do our young heroes do? Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Messiah, uh, like, bro, do you think we should do something? I feel like we should probably do something about this, like, gas situation. Yeah, yeah, I think we probably should. Yeah, and, uh, not to mention, you know guy beating the shit out of the other team on the ice, but the gas situation is probably would get you you know, a lot less beat up. But just all the way on the other side, can you think of a creative way to get over there or anything you could do about it from this side of the stadium? But uh, what you can now see is like a canister they must have assembled with bits from under their own shirt the spraying. It's still spraying. You know how long it's got. You know it can't spray forever. Um... Uh, I mean, it could be as simple as just running over there as fast as you can, you know. But uh, just in case, I never know what you guys might come up with. Are there? I assume there are still. I mean, it's still kind of chaos. I'm assuming oh, yeah. with people, you know, running for the exits and oh uh, yeah, all over. So it seems like it might take uh, some time to get over there. But I, I think yeah, I think he's just going to get up and um, turn his camera away from him to show you know what's the events that are transpiring mm-hmm. and um, just start running as fast as he can to get um, over there and at least like dispose of this canister right right what well, I assume Messiah is following you right as usual he's standing along yes. behind okay yes I'm standing along behind you rush off after him. meanwhile uh, they'll take you a bit to get around not not a terrible amount of time but you start running and Back up in the booth. Now you just you declared that you you got to do something. Superheroes never retire. So what are you going to do? You can see down on the ice a big young fella with the skull mask, cracking skulls left and right with this great big oversized hockey stick. You know there's somebody's got to be in control of the tech booth too, which is on the opposite side of the arena from you. There's another glassed-in booth, and that's where that's where the they must have taken over the tech booth if they've got the PA. Okay. Um. I'm going to say 
looks like somebody needs a helping hand. And uh, he's going to take one of his, you know, hands is going to detach from his wrist. And he's going to plunge it right through the glass partition and rocket it down to the... To the guy with the mask. Okay. Try to punch him. Well, that sounds great. And uh, yeah, uh, people now realize this is this is definitely hyperbole. He's a, a new, a new and unknown villain. But uh, here he is. And you know, I said his jersey was black, but he might as well just have a great big H on it, right? For, for hyperbole. So, and and I should also point out he is skating. He is wearing skates like an actual. But uh, anyway, yeah. Go ahead and make a roll and. Uh, this would uh, you just need a five or six a standard difficulty and you get to narrate what happens if you succeed and you get to narrate what happens if you fail and so okay. and so you're rolling two dice but uh, I wish it was three but because uh, I'd like to see it succeed you need a five or six on one of these well I did not get a five or six did you get a four because you can spend a karma you got a one and a two. Oh no! Well, that's well. What happens then? That doesn't. Whatever you just attempted doesn't. What does happen in a failure? Type okay. Of um, I'm going to say his hand when it attempts to just fly through the glass, it just only cracks it just <laughs> a tiny bit. Uh, <laughs> and he, ah, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope that CCTV camera is still not running. Now they're, they're they're trying to get it going right now. They're debating whether to run away or get footage. They decide to get footage is what they're paid to do. But uh, yeah, that's funny. I wish that would have succeeded though. That would have been a beautiful move. Uh, we're gonna cut back across the arena to you two. Now you're running around and you're almost there. But I said that the guys, uh, you know, in the jerseys with the ghoul with the ghoulish face paint. We'll just call them ghouls. Have uh, they're pushed their way down towards the ice as if they're going to try to get out there too? But they're also kind of <coughs> maintaining a bit of a cordon. And as you guys rush up, one goes, "Oh, we meet again!" Says that same one who pushed you earlier, and he tries to step up and you know put his hand out, stop you from going any further. Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, punch him in the face. All right, punch him in the face. In a standard difficulty five or six. You're brawny though, so you should get to roll three dice. That seems legitimate to me. And the first one I rolled is a six. Oh, my goodness. F- five, one. Well, not only do you succeed, we just needed the one and uh, to knock this guy out. This guy's on one resolve, or it takes one effort, you know, to knock him out. He's kind of a minion, right? So, But you got that plus an extra one. So not only have you punched him, you've got an extra added benefit. So I'll let you narrate what happens. Well, um, I think, you know, he... he, he uh, Mike... Balls up his fists and, 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 and lowers it and just shoots it upward at this guy's chin. Um, which, I mean, what, what the hell? I get to narrate it. So he, um, it, it launches him um, off of this level and uh, onto the ice, oh, like face first. Awesome, awesome. And can I add the embellishment that just right there, somebody skates by and like clocks him in the skull and he spins around on the ice a little bit, dude? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, and he's he's definitely out of it. You know, there are about a dozen of those guys. For what it's worth, though, if you ever do like fight a group of people, you you can just treat them a group of mooks. You can treat it as like one person, then just have a little bit more resolve to take them all out. But uh, anyway, uh, you are right down there now within running distance of them. While he's made that punch or as that's happening, 
Is there anything that you want to do, Masaya? You can see you guys are, you know, within sprinting distance of where the canister. One of the guys is still kind of tilting the canister up. He's wincing, you know, his head's tilted away, even though he's got the gas mask on. And and let me not, you know, let us forget that during all this now, I mean, the stench is really bad. It's like the worst. You know, you walk into a bathroom after someone absolutely destroys it, and there's that terrible, terrible eye-watering, almost burns your nostrils, rancid, rancid, methane smell. This is the worst thing ever. It's a terrible, immature, practical joke sort of a thing to do in a place like this. But uh, anything that you do, Messiah? Um, I think I'm going to go... After the guy with the canister. Okay, you rush up into the group. You've already got to pass this one guy. There's a few others, you know, standing around, but this one's right there with the canister. He looks like, as you approach, and what do you do? And so I'm going to hopefully be able to use my uh, crafty treat um, to see if I can see how to turn that thing off. Well, at this point, you see it's like literally like pop gun technology. He's going to let it go. But, you know, it can't go forever. It's probably a few more minutes in it. It's not that big. Okay. So so you just got to let it go? Well, there's until the gas is out. This is a custom-built device they smuggled in, and they're over large hockey jerseys. Okay. Um... So you get an eye full of all this. <laughs> I'm going to... Um, I mean, I know this isn't going to do any good because it can't be... The gas can't be stopped. I don't know what to do about the gas. I've thought about trying to change the mass of the gas. But I don't know if that... I think I you could do that, but it would be hard. You'd need a six to change right. the mass of the gas. Reach your hand up into the gas. You're technically touching it. Gas is technically an object. It has mass. I think that's very right. funny. And uh, But I think you're right. It's the kind of a stretch. But it's kind of a stretch. You're right. So let's make the a difficulty of six. Okay. And, uh, um, and go ahead and get crafty. Now, am I rolling two? I'm rolling three, three dice because you're so crafty and coming up with this plan. I'm stretching your powers. And... I did not. Okay, well, as get long as you. Six. Okay. And you can narrate the failure of that. It could be whatever you might think would be of its failure. You have a lot of freedom here. Okay, I think that I am going to, like, basically overextend myself as I'm trying to come in contact with the gas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I am going to completely trip over my own two feet and stumble into the guy that is holding okay. the gas canister. Yeah, and can I throw in the embellishment that your face goes like right in the gas canister for a second. You're like... <coughs> <coughs> and it's just awful. Uh, meanwhile, in the VIP room. Okay, uh, it's rather a bit of an embarrassing moment as... Uh, don't worry, it happens to everybody sometimes, says a well-meaning person in the room. And uh, it's okay helping hands, say the two people who are standing around. Mayor, Mayor Briggs uh, is over, he's still overcome with emotion. Don't worry, you can do it. You can do it. We believe in oh, you. We believe in you helping hand. I thought it was breakaway glass. It's harder than that. But I'm going to try it again. I'm going to 
He's going to shoot his hand again. All right. All right. Try to do the same thing. Same thing. Meanwhile, yeah, let me not forget to remind you, you know, as the hockey players are leaving the ice as fast as they can, but there's like there's, there's some broken bones and the concussions. The seasons of both the Blues and the Freezer Burn will be seriously affected by the damage Hyperbully's doing. And uh, what happens with your die roll, my friend? Okay. Um, I only got a four, so I will use... Okay. Uh, what is it, karma? Yeah, you spend one of your three karma to make that... Re- you're reducing the difficulty by one. I'm saying you needed a four instead of a five. So you do. Yeah. And narrate how that happens. Okay, this time it finally shatters the glass. And you see this streak like a comet... It's his fist in it, and it soars down to Hyperbole and hits him right in the kisser. Right in the kisser. And uh, can I throw in the embellishment that it, like, hits him with such force that it knocks him backwards and he spins across the eyes into the hockey goal and the score thing. <laughs> and uh, yeah. if the crowd wasn't panicking and gagging and trying to get out of here, they would have gone wild. But the cameras caught that one. You look about, And you guys see that, too. You guys see that streak of lightning, you know? It's like... And uh, some major heroics. And then uh, the guys with the... The rest of the guys with the... We'll call them the ghouls. The ghoul makeup. One of them, you know, they've seen one of their own. It smashed down onto the lower level. Uh, The one that's sitting right here by you. uh, He tries to pick up the canister, which is almost empty, and bash you in the head with it. That's his turn, but you get to make the roll... Messiah, and you decide uh, what happens if he, if, he, if he obviously if he succeeds you lose a resolve but you get to narrate how it happens and if he fails you can determine that you roll all the dice I roll all the dice uh, okay how game many master do rolls I roll? no dice in this game well it depends on how you defend yourself you're trying to defend yourself you know you oh I'm you okay always, okay yeah um so, yeah, I am going to try to also, being crafty, um, use the momentum of my face dive into him to just kind of push myself in such a way that I, like, glide right underneath him on the, across the ice. Making okay. use of the... The the frictionless ice there. Okay, well, let's hope so. Or well, semi-frictionless. Yeah, and we can always have you roll first, I guess, and then you can, then you can decide. But this is what we're hoping to not get smashed with the. But you don't. Looks like you do get smashed. So what does happen? So the gas gamster smacks <laughs> into me, and does in fact send me careening across <laughs> okay. the ice um, and then I crash spectacularly into the wall alright boom boom and luckily you don't know it smacks you on the way across and meanwhile the other ten guys uh, four of them take off for the exit but six of them they go no we've got unfinished business and they turn around and they come rushing over to you Mike like they're going to come kick the shit out of you in a crowd so they all rush up with their great big meaty fists raised and uh, they, they come try to attack you all at once. What do you do? This is a, treat them as one opponent here, basically, in your narration. He's just going to give them a smirk and say, Bet, bros. And uh, just uh, go into, like, full-on... <laughs> 
kick, ass kicking. Full on brawl mode. You know, spinning, kicking, punching, elbow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're a big crowd of guys. And uh, and that's one thing about this system is you could do that with huge groups of minions. And it's nice. You just kind of treat them as one person with uh, a little bit more resolve. But go for it, man. Roll your dice. And it is difficult. So I need a six. Is that right? It's uh, It's not difficult. Oh, it's not? No, I'm, um, it's not easy, but I'm going to let it be the standard five or six because they're just little mookies. And they're pretty tough in groups, but... Three for Brahmi. I guess Yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. Oh, I threw my dice. Oh, he throws the dice on the floor once again. Friends, as always, it would not be an episode of Goonies World if Ryan did not hurl his dice across the room or get stuck behind a cat. It's true. It's been so long since we've heard that beautiful Retrieve the Dice music, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I just wait until he... I'm just hoping that he does it so we get to hear the music. Right. Well, he's taking his time Sweet. on this one. Yeah, I still... I can't find it. You might have to roll one twice. I can't find it. Ten minutes later. Okay, so five... Two, two. But the five should do it. I yeah, think. five should do it. So, yeah, narrate your wild kung fu action with these ten guys. I mean, it's a straight up, uh, yeah, it, it's a straight up Bruce Lee movie, right? He's just like, like elbows one guy, and then one guy tries to punch him, and he grabs his fist and jams it into somebody else's face, and then ducks under somebody's legs, and uh, uppercuts a guy, and then uh, there's somebody coming up behind him, and he does a back kick to the guy's chin and does a little flip and yeah it's just all six of these guys just get right nice nice well just in that second right as all that's happening and as Masai is spinning off across the ice and smashing the wall and after helping in it's clocked hyperbully the glass of the tech booth across the way from the VIP booth on the other side of the arena also shatters and your eyes go across, shroom, and you see there's two ghouls in there. There's also uh, a young woman dressed ridiculously, Coupe de Gracie. We're just going to let our listeners, you know, I don't know exactly what her costume is, but it's going to be some torn-up version of prison garb and face paint. But you don't know where she got it. She lifts this immense M60 machine gun up on her hip and screaming with laughter, fires it across. She's not even really aiming very carefully. She's just spraying across the arena all over but concentrating it mostly around the the vip booth opposite so helping hand uh, everybody of course is diving for cover in here you know uh bullets are slamming into the opposite wall she's not hitting the ice but uh so uh yeah what do you do you gotta roll to avoid getting shot basically or uh, see what happens I guess a fail. You you need not interpret failure as getting shot. I guess you know you have a, still some freedom in that. So he's failing in some other way. But go ahead and roll those dice. Not hard though because she's not aiming. In fact, I'm probably going to argue she's not aiming carefully enough at all. And it's far enough away. This would be an easy roll. So four would be the difficulty you need. Okay. I got a five. All right. So yeah, how do you? Uh, what do you do? Well, my, you know, yeah, I would just duck yeah. below if I can, if there's a, you know, a little space where it's not glass, you know, um, 
right. dive down, dive down and yeah. duck out of the bullets. Yeah, that's what everybody else do. I don't know. It's a tried and true maneuver. But now you guys have two problems, basically. You've got Hyperbully down on the ice, and you've got Coop de Gracie up in the booth. You think that surely Shepard units will be arriving, you know, soon, you know, but uh, it hasn't been that long, you know. It's just been not even like a full minute yet, really. So I'm going to hand the initiative back over to you guys. And uh, you got all these all these guys that you beat the shit out of, Mike. They're all, you know, laying around, groaning, rolling on the ground. They're starting to get up and, and get the hell out of here, even though technically they've got a few resolve left. They don't want to, you know go out this way get in a big fight and have it streaming all over the internet and so they're kind of running off uh what do you do you can see that your friend's down there on the other side of the ice now probably about half a dozen actual hockey players out there hyperbully is getting up shaking his head from where he got crashed into the 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 goal and, uh, what do you do of course you also hear the gunfire you know everybody can see and hear that in the tech booth what do you think Mike would be doing? Coupe de Gracie is still shooting this machine gun. Yeah, she'll probably be doing it for as long as the chain lasts. It's like, you know, like chain ammo. So, so, hmm. so I guess that can't be forever. It can be a while. Depending on how long the chain is, I guess. Yeah. Um... I don't... I don't I mean, he just kicked all these guys' asses. Mm-hmm. Um, he either wants to... No, I... No. I was going to say that he would go up to the, to the media area and try to stop her, but I think, honestly, he's more worried about the people getting shot, so he'll probably try to go over to the VIP area. Okay, you rush fast you can over the VIP area. Meanwhile, you are down on the ice... Messiah, you see, uh, you see Hyperbully get up and shake off his head and look around. And he looks over at you, and you can see his eyes through his skull-like hockey mask just almost burn red for a minute. What do you do? He's is he back up on his feet? Yeah, he's back up on his feet. Shook his head. He's ready for action. It's your chance to do something. <laughs> you know, you got to put this guy down. You know. He's already lost one so, resolve. We need two successes against this guy, essentially, to take him out. Okay. Um, I am going to uh, attempt to grab onto his mask. All right. You brush over. And make it... Yep. Awesome. I know, I know exactly what you're going to do. I should have stopped and let you narrate, but we're going to roll dice and then let you narrate. Well, yeah, we should roll yeah, dice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... What you got? Five and a six. Nice. Okay. Well, you succeed. Not only do you succeed, you narrate in such a way each of those successes can cost one of his resolve. So you could take him down with that extra success. So how would you like to narrate that? Excellent. Okay. So I am going to greatly increase the mass of his helmet faceplate whatever it is that he's wearing um and of course he is going to come crashing down fall it's like so heavy that he can't hold it up just gonna face plant so (laughs) yes it's literally literally made him do a face plant yeah um 
And I'm going to say, uh, so I can narrate this so he loses two resolve. So I, well, it could be that I, it hit him extra friggin' hard, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I he face plants so hard that he just, like, it shatters his nose. His yeah. lips are bloody. He's going to have black eyes. Oh, he's going to be... He's gonna be all messed up. From over that. the over the PA, you really like, God damn it! You realize how much major facial reconstructive surgery costs, you bitch. And uh, then you hear a stream of bullets as she, you know, uh, lowers the stream of her bullets from her machine gun down onto the ice. Really, the, the action sort of just following the narrative here, but that's one of the things it's supposed to do. So she's gonna go ahead and take her turn now, shooting at you, and uh, so make it roll that. Get out of the way. Incoming bullets. Let's say after that, her clip. Right. After that, her chain's probably about run out. Um, I'm going to do this in a crafty way. I, I, you tell me. How crafty I, are you? Well, tell me how you're crafty. crafty. <laughs> um, how do you describe a crafty dodge? Well, I can use the ice. Damn it! Oh, that's right. I got. I was. I got that nice frictionless surface underneath me, that's and right. I can slide, 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 slide. Okay, we'll roll those dice, and then we'll see if you slide or not. All right. And I did get two fives. Nice. You, well, you so tell me. Two you slide six. out of the way. Yep. So yeah, I just uh, this time gracefully sliding across the ice while still on my feet. I cut. And in fact. I think I'll do a little twirl on the ice. You are Dorothy Hamill. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. All right. Well, Who's Dorothy Hamill? Dorothy Hamill, yeah. And uh, (laughs) you need a little Dorothy Hamill haircut. But, uh, yeah, your character (laughs) definitely doesn't know. But, uh, (laughs) yeah. Anyway, uh, you come storming up the stairs, Mike, to the VIP booth. And uh, you open the door and you see, yep, there he is in the flesh helping hand everybody's ducking down but the uh, sounds of the uh, machine gun have died off now and uh, so now you two see each other face to face and this young guy with the gimbal around his neck he's wearing kind of a costume he looks like a superhero helping hand you've never heard of him you have no idea who he is but you just talk he's very young and he's just popped his head in well, about time the backup arrived Hey, I think you need a vibe check, bro. Like, I'm here, man. I had to deal with the the ghouls, man. They were, like, everywhere, bro. Oh, I didn't know, realize you were already fighting here. And, uh, well, we got our hands full. Uh, we got to stop this uh, mad shooter. This woman has got a real foul mouth on her. Yeah, bro, she's got a, like, total problem, man. But, um, she's got... Well, did, she, did that shooting actually stop? Did she, like, run out of ammo? Yeah, she like, ran out of ammo. It was, like, trailing off after she tried to shoot at, at Masaya. I think she might be, uh... I think she might be out of ammo, bro. Like, do you want to go, like, get her? Well, yeah, I don't like to, uh, fight female villains, but... You know, you have you do what you have to do, um, you know. But uh, well, you watch this. Uh, you know, he's gonna detach another fist. Okay. And see, this is how this is how you do it. 
teach you something. And um, look, he's going to try to shoot that all the way across the right. to the other end into the booth, nice. and uh, and uh, do the same thing he did. Uh, Clocker one with her partner. Yeah. 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 Or you should maybe use an open hand. Use the Sean Connery concession. Just give the lady an open <laughs> hand. But uh, now you, uh, yeah, you punch her. It's okay to punch supervillains. And so, yeah, you rock it across the face. Well, we'll let you roll the dice. Let's see. Five or six, standard difficulty. Oh, I got a five and a six. Oh, nice. So, again, that's two and one. Let me go ahead and tell me how that happens. Yeah, um, I think um, the fist, uh, I, I'm going to take your <laughs> your idea, and, and and it's right before it would plunge into her face it it turns into you know just an open palm and and slaps her (laughs) so it's a once bam and then the backhand for the next yeah and then the backhand is the the second one okay that's enough out of you missy (laughs) okay yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna kick your ass, old man. You coward! Just let me get at you. Let me get at you. And then suddenly, rockets erupt from the boots that she's wearing, and she shoots out of the tech booth and rockets across the ice, smashes into the booth. And because uh, she wasn't aiming very well or couldn't, she actually doesn't aim a smash riding into helping hand. But she looks like she's gonna hit you, Mike. Uh, she's coming in with her fist out. And she's screaming. And uh, what do you do? Otherwise, you're going to get smashed by rocket booted Coupe de Gracie. He's going to attempt to uh, time a kick to her face to uh, deflect her off his trajectory and ruin her plan. That sounds great. Go for it. Let's give her a nice brawny kick. You know, she just got the one resolve because she's already been smacked. Oh, shit, I dropped the other one. I the other one. But, but, uh, but the, the, the first roll was a five. Okay, well, that's all we need uh, to put her down. You know, we won't worry about the extra success then. I have you chasing dice. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you, uh, well, again, you get to narrate it. My habits, well, yeah, habits so die the, hard of starting to narrate. The kick lands, and, um, and, you know, she was flying at me, and so, like, her momentum it shifts her momentum to going um, up because you know I kicked her in the face with my leg swinging up so I, I would think that it would shift her momentum and then her rockets are now pointing at the ground and she would <laughs> blast up into the ceiling <laughs> and she does she blasts up the ceiling and if you I'll, I'll throw on the embellishment she hits one of those great big you know steel support girders and uh, there's a terrible loud clang and she falls to the ground and hits the ice and it like shatters. So now Coop Gracie and Hyperbully are lying on the ice. Although Hyperbully's still like waving his arms and legs around and you know, try trying over and over to pull his head, but it's like it's a sword and a stone. If you're not Arthur, you're not pulling your you're stuck. He's stuck there. And just about this time, talk about backup, a few shepherd units, and for people who don't know, these are these are robot cops basically. They're essentially robocops. Uh, that are used for super normal situations by the police come rushing in with the star squad super tactics and response unit they come in you can see them putting the special cuffs on everybody uh, the gas is mostly dissipated now and 
it's a bit of a whirlwind, but before you know it, you guys are all standing out on the steps in front of the Hubert J. Quigler Center, the three of you with Mayor Goldie Briggs shaking everybody's hands, and the TV cameras are out there, just the one TV camera, but I'd say a few more have showed up by now, and there's a crowd of people standing around all the emergency vehicles, and... They get the cameras on the mayor, and he's like, Generations working together to defend Cape City. That's what my administration is all about. Here we have Helping Hand and the Messiah, I'm told. And I'm told there's some confusion about your name, my young friend, he says to Mike. Yeah, bro, I mean, like, I was thinking about going with the Rizzler, but I don't know if that's, like, too obscure no i like that that's got a nice ring to it the rizzler that sounds like candy you're totally riz yeah totally riz here with mayor goldie briggs here at helping hand thank you for all you do i'm sorry we had to postpone the ceremony but perhaps there's no better tribute to the superheroics you've given us than for you to be continuing them here tonight putting these terrible terrible villains behind bars yeah i couldn't have done it without these youngsters here to help me it's good to see uh, you know the the uh, these the young lady here and the um the Riddler. <laughs> I think he said Rizzler. <laughs> yeah, you. that's right. He's got the Riz and the drip and the Riz, riz. And all that shit, man. That's right. Oh wait, we got to turn the camera right. off. You can't say shit on TV, boy. Hey, turn it off before I say watch shit. Watch your too. mouth. Now I said shit tw- four times. Now I said shit. Thanks to you. All right. I think you all need to wash your mouth out with some soap. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we're going to let the camera fade out on that and, and wrap up this first episode right here. But uh, I'm sure there's more to come for these heroes. So we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Okay. And, yeah, real quick, I just wanted to uh, remind people, in case they're, they forgot, but during our break... Uh, I had uh, not one but two episodes of Dickie Newton, my fiction podcast, come out because it's uh, part one and part two, and I thought uh, waiting a month between those would not be the best uh, since they're kind of, you want to listen to them. You can listen to them however you want to, but uh, in case you want to listen to them back to back, I put them both out. And just reminding you to check that out if you haven't already. Thank you. Hey, everybody. If you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you're able. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Goonies underscore world. And check out our website at GooniesWorldPodcast.com. Email us at GooniesWorldPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.